Welcome to the Real Estate Unhinged podcast, where we explore real experiences out in the field that no one talks about. We hope you laugh, share, and join us seeing filtros with a splash of our New England Spanglish flavor. Let's get real with the legends before us. I'm your host, Keishla. Hey guys, I am back and ready to go. I wanted to say hi to everyone. And if you haven't been on the show, I know there's only been a couple of episodes um, that I've just posted, but um, just a reintroduction of who I am, what I do, and exactly what I am aspiring to do with this podcast. Um, And just started to, you know, kind of introduce who I am. I know the last couple of um, podcast. I kind of just went right in and just kind of was like, Hey, here I am. This is what I do, blah, blah, blah. But, um, just to reiterate who I am, where I'm from and kind of a little spiel of that. And then a little spiel of what's going on in the market right now with, um, new programs that are going on and then other negative aspects as to what can happen with those said programs that they're trying to use to help the community. So, um, quick story about me. I'm a real estate agent. Um, I am in the Merrimack Valley area. I'm licensed in Mass in New Hampshire and I um, am trying to get my Florida license but since life is so hectic and um, catches you by surprise I just haven't gotten the time to get that done and since I wanted to become a broker for Florida um, and they want you to know every single thing about every single thing over there in order for you to get your broker's license. Um, I've been slacking. So, <laughs> um, I am putting that as something that I do want to get done this winter. Um, hopefully when things, um, hopefully not that these things slow down, but you know, usually in the winter time things slow down a little bit. So I want to kind of focus on that and make sure that I get that done. And, um, so yeah, I so I do real estate, I sell and help people buy, Uh, real estate in New England. I travel basically all over Massachusetts uh, and New Hampshire. I go really north and really south. I try not to not to go below Boston um, but if I have the right client looking for the right property I will travel to wherever you want me to go. Um, I also speak Spanish. Um, I usually speak Spanglish to be more accurate. Um, (laughs) I don't usually speak Spanish on you know, online or anywhere because I'm so insecure about it because I still need work on it, but I can help you purchase a property in Spanish if you do need that. So I am from, you know, I can get with the program. Um, I was born in Puerto Rico. I am Boricua. Um, I grew up here and the summer's over there. So I came here when I was three years old. And then every summer we would spend the entire summer over there with my dad and then the rest of this, you know, the rest of the year over here in school. Um, I absolutely love my island. I eventually will retire there um, before Florida, but I want to buy another property up here. I want to buy another property in Florida and and then my last property of retirement in Puerto Rico. Um, I am very picky with food. I am pretty simple plain Jane over here like the plainer the better not flavor wise but just like the items on the plate type of situation like I'm a rice and beans type of chick um I like chuleta I like um chicken I like beef um I like to eat I love bread um so yeah those those are my basics I am a mother of three I have two boys and a girl 
and um, I have a cat that's been a pain in the ass and just does not like my kids. The only person she likes is me and sometimes my oldest. So she's a weird one. Um, and then I have, um, I'm obsessed with motorcycles right now. I got my Grom finally. And this is funny because when I was in high school, this was my like dream of me being a motorcycle chick. And I had this whole mental uh, dream idea that one day I'll be on a motorcycle and I'll have um, my heels on and I'd be like this cool ass chick that basically um, rides her bike with her heels. Um, I don't think I'll personally be riding with heels anytime soon. I just got my motorcycle this year. Um, I did drive a dirt bike last year and before that I've always been on two wheels some way or another. Uh, but when you have three kids, you kind of just get stuck with, you know, the four wheels in a car. <laughs> um, but now that they're a little older and I have a little bit, bit more free time, I am absolutely obsessed um, with my motorcycle. I try to take it out as much as I possibly can. Um, and, you know, being in real estate and a mother of three, that's not a lot of time. So I try to take my Sundays just for me um, and, you know, hang out with my girls that have motorcycles as well, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then what else? I love being creative online. I like doing marketing. I like, um, just creating something from scratch. I think it's, it's amazing. I think I get high off of it. I don't know what it is, but just creating something brand new is amazing to me. So that's something I do a lot. Um, I help other people, you know, create logos and marketing materials and things like that for their businesses. So I do do that on the side. And then obviously this podcast. Um, I'm also the president of NAREP, National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals for the Boston chapter. Um, that is a lot of work and a pain in the ass as well. But I love mi gente. So that's what it is. Um and they basically we create events where we continue to educate the consumers or the agents for the consumers to give them the right tools and things like that for them to be able to help their clients uh, purchase their property. So the whole point of that organization is to um, help the Hispanic community rise and continue to grow and prosper through home ownership and secure financial wealth through home ownership because that's usually how a lot of people do um, acquire wealth and continue to stay uh, healthy with uh, their stuff in home ownership. So that's one thing that we do. And we continue to do a lot of events throughout the community to kind of just um, network because when I first started, I remember um, dealing with, you know, my clients that only spoke Spanish. And it was a point where they literally would be like signing paperwork without actually, um, knowing what they were signing. And that would freak me out because one liability, like they can just be like, I don't understand what, what the hell did I sign? You just made me sign my life away, which, you know, I would not want them to feel like. And two, they were like, well, I trust you. Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. I just want my house, which is very, uh, it's a very big honor, but I also want to make sure that they understand what's happening. They understand what they're signing up for. They understand what their mortgage is going to be and PMI and what these things mean um, before they, you know, make a decision to sign and move forward in buying a property with me. So um, these networking events is where we get like-minded people that also speak Spanish. Um, 
that can help our, our consumers, our clients uh, be able to understand the process and be able to purchase their, their home, understanding everything that they're going through. So when I first started, we didn't have that. We would have to, um, you know, find a regular person that only spoke English and that basically um, we would be stuck in the middle translating the, the entire thing. And for me, I was just starting to speak Spanish again. So I was like, um, I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Like, I don't know legal terms or um, certain words in the lending word world where it's already difficult for me to explain. Now I have to find the proper word to translate it into. So it was a very difficult time when I first started uh, dealing with clients that just didn't understand uh, English completely. Like they understood, but not the technical term. And I wasn't able to help them as best as I could have if I had someone that already spoke Spanish and was in the field that they needed help in. So home inspectors, attorneys, lenders, all that stuff, that is what the NARA program is all about, is making sure that the professional that you would need in that industry, in that line of work, is there and able to help you in the language that you are most comfortable in. And sometimes they don't, they understand perfect English, uh, but they wanted someone that you know looked like them or understood a little bit of them because I speak a lot of English and there's only clients that I speak Spanish with and it it's a very unique feeling when you can speak Spanglish because it's just easier it just comes out that way and the person you're speaking to in Spanglish understand both language that you're doing you know what I mean like sometimes I'll just say a regular sentence and then I'll end it with a Spanish word or um one of the words just sounds better in Spanish and it just comes out like that. So I'm always constantly thinking both in English and Spanish. So it's pretty cool. It's a great uh, feeling to have somebody else do that and be in the same boat and just feel more comfortable in that aspect of what it is. So NARUP is a great program, um, great networking uh, platform, and I'm just proud to be the president of it for this year. <laughs> um, and then... Um, I told you about my kids, my work, my real estate, license in Mass in New Hampshire, slacking on Florida, um, Hispanic, Puerto Rican, Boricua, um, motorcycle. I think that's about it, basically. I live in Drakeit. Um, I aspire to be the best at what I can do within my, comp my ability, and I, I always believe that you should be learning. Um, the day you stop learning is the day you start dying. So I'm always learning new things. I'm always on new programs. I get excited and I, I'm such a geek when it comes to electronics. Um, any new, I have like every Apple product you can possibly think of just because. Um, I like spending money clearly, but I literally have every Apple product that you can think of. Um, and then um, for what's going on with the market right now, so there's a big buzz going on right now and I wanted to jump on the bandwagon and just kind of give you the scoop on both sides of the spectrum as to what's going on with these programs. So at first I got someone telling me, you know, there's this new program that they're rolling out. It's supposed to help these consumers. 
um, be able to purchase a property with little to no money down or um, a complete grant from the government. They don't have to pay it back up at all. It's f- completely forgiven, um, but they need to make sure that they qualify within a certain amount of guidelines, a certain amount of income limit, and a credit score and all that stuff, which makes sense. You know, you want to make sure these people are good to go. It's just they're lacking on the down payment, which is a lot of people. Um so I was like, oh, great. I was gung-ho all about it. I'm like, oh, I need to know more about this program. There's so many people that would benefit from it. I'm so excited. And um, not to mention that it's only in certain towns. You have to already live in a certain town and then be able to purchase in another certain town. So um, there's a couple of different programs going on right now with these specific grants. So I was talking to one of the lenders and I'm like, oh, did you hear about that That um that mass housing program i'm super excited about it yada 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 and he's like yeah i'm very excited about it too but i'm also worried about it as well and i'm like what why because i'm thinking you know like they're gonna forgive all this money that's awesome and he made a great point that yes they are great programs and whoever can benefit from them but there's always a loophole for that investor that can come in and swoop in and take advantage of the program by purchasing the property themselves and then you know continuing the gentrification of um the community and i'm pretty sure i botched that word (laughs) but i think you know what i mean and um so I'm like, what do, you, what, what do you mean? How are they going to do that? I thought it was just for first-time homebuyers. And then he's like, well, a lot of these investors purchase their property with their LLCs. And in the event that they have a better loan process, a loan application, and usually they have pretty great credit, pretty decent amount of money, and you know all the qualifications as a first-time DKA, a first-time homebuyer, um, they just buy personally under their own personal uh, name and then later on put it into their LLC. And I'm like, what? It makes sense. I didn't even think of that, but he's a lender, so he sees this all the time. So I'm like, whoa, I did not even know that. Me over here thinking I'm so freaking happy about this new program, which is great, and a lot of people will benefit from it if they get in there and have all of the requirements, but you still have a strict requirement for these certain people to be able to qualify. So he said, since the qualifications are going to be stricter with this free money, literally free money, um, they're going to require a good credit score and they're going to require a certain amount of income and for that income not to exceed a certain amount. And the amount, the amounts are pretty, they're pretty substantial. They're pretty high. So... I'm like, okay, I get that. And he's like, um, you know, these people that normally purchase with their LLC as a business loan, commercial loan, they're going to go and convert to personal. They're going to buy it under their personal name. And then the once they purchase and they're ready to go and everything, they'll just convert it back into an LLC and keep it moving. And that's the way around it. And I'm like, wow, all these different ways of basically finding loopholes which is how the wealthier get wealthier um and we just don't know about it so i wanted to do a podcast about it and kind of get through and see how that you know was going about it so i want to make sure that everyone here knows that there is always a loophole 
on certain things. And not to mention that, you know, it's a bad program and um, they shouldn't have it or whatnot. Or, of course, it's going to be people that take advantage of the program, blah, 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 and use it as their advantage, which is the case. Um, And I don't want to basically say that the world is evil either, but I want to shed some light on the different aspects and points of view of a lender and an agent. And of course, I was like, wow, I'm naive. I didn't even think of that. Um, And like, of course, anyone can purchase a property under their personal name and then transfer it over to an LLC. Of course, Um, that is highly recommended. Um, But I didn't even think about the fact that a truly smart and savvy investor would take that as an advantage if they've already purchased a property under their own LLC and then wanted to have um, a first-time homebuyer program and they don't have any houses under their personal name, which is the name of the game if you're an investor, um, they can absolutely take advantage of the program that is provided to help people in need. And that's just how, you know, the cookie crumbles, sadly. Um, And, you know, not to talk shit about the programs because they are there made for the people that that need it and um, that can use that extra grant money to be forgiven completely and not given back at the end or at the sale of the property. So um, but usually that's how it works is if you have a program that's a providing down payment for you you eventually have to pay that back either throughout the loan um, amount of years throughout the loan or when you sell it, um, what, which is something that people really don't give a shit about because if they're going to sell it in 30 years, um, yeah, take that money. Who cares? I, you know, I didn't have to pay that money up front. Um, so there is a lot of advantages. There's a lot of different ways to look at it. And that just caught me by surprise because I was not even a teeny tiny sliver thinking of it that way and since he is in the lending world and sees it happen all the time every which way it reminded me like wow one that sucks um for the consumers that actually need it and if the money runs out the money runs out that's just how the programs go um but now it's like well now I got to make sure that the people that I know that I think would benefit from it um, make sure that they get in there as soon as possible. Make sure that any investors um, get in there as possible as well if it makes sense for them. Um, at the end of the day, it's you know a doggy dog world out there and everyone needs to make sure that they get what they can when it's available. So, you know, just trying to make sure that there was a shed of light on the way that the world works and sometimes it's just a tough situation and others they try to give you a break and other people take advantage of it so I wanted to make sure that one if you are a consumer a first-time home buyer that wants to take advantage of the program reach out to me Um, they do require a certain amount of um, income you can't exceed a certain amount of income and your credit score needs to be at least a 640 Um, And your income to debt ratio needs to be solid. You can't have a lot of debt. So that's another thing that you need to really um, focus on, which, you know, it's tough because these people that need help with a down payment are usually the one that have a lot of debt. (laughs) So, you know, it's a double edged sword. They're trying to help, but only if you're doing everything you can to be better, I guess. 
and I mean it makes sense they're lending you a shit ton of money makes sense for them to make sure that they're that they want to make sure you're qualified for for that responsibility of paying back a mortgage over 30 years or whatnot especially if they're going to give you the down payment for free um and then you know there's a lot of other programs that um our lenders are basically teaching the agents about and i think it's very important that every agent um takes some type of loan course because um there is so many programs out there that the consumer and the agent themselves don't even have any clue about that would benefit you there's so many ways to get money and to get a loan through for real estate like real estate is the number one thing that people invest in and most people would give you money for as long as you can show that you are responsible they they thrive and are excited to sh- to give money away for real estate because they know that there's something of value at the end of the day if something did go wrong if you didn't pay that house if you didn't pay the mortgage they have collateral they have the house to take so um i want to make sure you understand that if your agent is not telling you or your lender is not telling you these are the the options that you have this is a type of loan that you can choose and these are the choices and these and this is the one I think works best for your specific situation then you need to have a real conversation with yourself and with your with your team because if they're not showing you the possibilities of the best way to purchase a property that saves you money time and um, get you the best deal and rate, then why are you even working with them? It just doesn't make sense. Um, and, you know, most people compare and contrast what they're doing when they're interested in buying a product. Um, and this is something that you don't want to mess around with and just, you know, go a lo loco and just wing it. Um, so I think having a little background as an agent on lending and realizing that there's always new programs coming out but that you know the basics are there so the fha conventional va commercial you know investor programs yes those are the the ones that will never change you know but there's always random ones like rural ones building ones you know construction new construction ones like there's so many out there that it just it helps people buy in certain areas because they want you to buy in that certain area they want people to purchase property and just a reminder that they're not making any more land and in fact there's so many places where land is just falling into the sea so make sure that you get your piece of earth to yourself before there's no more of it and um be sure you're in a great location be sure that you're happy with what you're doing and invest as much as possible if you have the capability of investing in real estate and know what the fuck you're doing please please invest in real estate things are getting a little hectic with the development and the big shots that have all of this money and they're just gobbling up real estate everywhere across the country i hear Um, corporations just buying neighborhoods complete fucking neighborhoods of single-family homes just buying them all imagine a corporation just comes in and says I want this neighborhood of 150 homes I want this entire block 
this entire freaking section of whatever. That's what they're doing right now. And eventually it's going to get so hard for us to be able to purchase a property because these corporations are running the show and all they want to do is have a rent a rent um, nation, a renting, a renting nation where everyone has a landlord and the only people that are truly rich is the, the corporations that own everything. You don't really make money unless you own shit. So if you are a homeowner or business owner, they're trying to take that away from you as you know, an American where real estate is the number one game to play if you want to get health- wealthy. They're trying to take that and make that gap so much larger within our communities and our world and our, com- you know, our just everything. So it's been very interesting seeing how COVID-19 has affected the real estate market and just how the world has basically shaped up for the next couple of years. Uh, everyone's screaming a recession, a recession. Yes, we are you know, in a certain type of change, I wouldn't say it's a crazy recession. I think it's a normalizing recession. It needed to happen. Like I said in the other podcast, it needed to happen. It did exactly what the government wanted it to do with rising the rates. Great. But it's not like people are going bankrupt and it's like a disaster. No, COVID basically screwed us um, in rushing this um, timeline that we were you know, already on because there's a cycle of life right now, right? The site, the real estate market has a cycle and right now it's the downturn. And yes, if you do ask me if you, if it's time to buy a thousand percent, I will tell you, yes, it is time to buy. If it makes sense financially for you, why are you going to continue paying for someone else's mortgage? Why are you paying rent? Because all you're doing is helping your landlord get richer. All you're doing is helping your landlord become um, outright pay for his house if he hasn't already out uh, already paid for his house already by itself if he's already uh, I don't even know what I was just saying (laughs) I got tongue twisted there if your landlord has already paid for his house then he's just making bank and eating you know candy on the side because he has nothing to worry about you're the one paying his freaking lifestyle so I would take advantage of what's going on right now I would take advantage of making sure you have your shit together And if you do foresee yourself purchasing a property in your lifetime, take a second to consider because the prices have gone down and the rates are up and they're higher than normal. You know, the past couple of years they are higher than the past couple of years, but they're still considerably low compared to history. And um, it kind of all washes out and evens out at the end of the day. And especially if you plan on purchasing that property and keeping it long term, Oh, sorry. Who cares what the rate is? Because eventually it's going to go up. It's going to go down. If you pro- if you buy a property right now at six percent, and then in five years the rates go back down, you can refinance. If the rates go up, then you lucked out and you still have that property for the six percent that you originally paid for. So there's a million ways to look at everything. You just got to look at it with the mindset of like, okay, this is a long-term investment. I know that if I keep my shit together, if I maintain this property, it's only only going to appreciate in value no matter what the market is doing. Even if it goes down, you still have collateral. You still have a property you own. That piece of land is yours. So there's no one that could take that away from you unless, obviously, you're not paying your mortgage. So take a look. Take a second to take to take a look at what's going on in your life. See if you can you know, 
be able to purchase a property. And if you meet the requirements of this program, please reach out. If you want more information about the program and the requirements that we need in order for you to qualify for the program, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can call me directly. I have all my information out there. Um, I'm pretty open with all of my social media accounts. I'm pretty, um, everything is public. And um, my, my, my social media is um, RE Unhinged for the podcast and uh, sold by Kiki on the regular IG personal account for business. So if you want to reach out, please do. Uh, or you can email me, soldbykiki.gmail.com or reunhinged at gmail.com as well. But um, that is all for me. I think that there's a lot going on with the world and there's a lot of people that just aren't paying attention to what's really happening and how many options they actually have. So I want you guys to be aware of what's happening and how you can best benefit from these programs and best benefit from what you can do with your own life and make it better. I want you to prosper. I want you to be you know, a homeowner. When I bought my home, I was so terrified, but yet so freaking happy that I had my own place. No one can tell me to leave. No one can tell me that you can't do this. You can't do that. Although I live in a condo, so they kind of can still, but my next house is going to be a single family. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's a stepping stone and I plan on renting this out. This is my first condo and, um, well actually it's not, but this is the first condo that I'm keeping. And if you want to start off with the first time home buyer, you know, I usually say a condo is the best first time purchase because um, you have not owned your own property. You don't understand how much actual work that it is required to maintain a property. So purchasing a condo is easy because they take care of the outside, the exterior of the building, which usually is the most expensive things to take care of. Um, or you can go the other route where you can purchase a two family and rent out one of the units and live for free if it covers the entire mortgage, which is the goal of, um, buying property. So you want the, the, the tenants to basically pay for the mortgage. So that way you can free up your money to be able to either purchase another property or take the equity out of that property and purchase another property and continue on. So the way that they explain it to us is, you want one house to pay for your your house, the house that you bought. You want that rental income to be able to purchase that house. Then you want another house to be able to, to provide the income to pay for your lifestyle. Then you want another house that pays for the house itself and um, anything that's for fun. So you want the houses to pay for themselves plus more to help you live the lifestyle that you want. So your sub... Um, you're substituting your money. You're never using your money only to purchase the property initially and then keep on going. And that's how people get rich. They, they own a bunch of freaking property that pays for themselves and more. And then they create the lifestyle that they want to live because they don't have to worry about paying their mortgage and working for a living to be able to pay their mortgage. The houses are doing that for them. So they invest in the property that property pays them a little bit on top up on top of paying their mortgage and then they use that equity purchase another one then that next house pays for their house that next house pays for their car that next house pays for their vacation 
that next house like it just keeps on growing so that's my goal of investing growing and getting more properties so that way I can build my life the way that I want to live and not have to worry so hard about where's my next paycheck where's my next paycheck because as you know reminder as a real estate agent we only get paid when a property closes so we can work for months without getting paid on a particular deal because it's been a shit show there's title issues whatever anything can freaking happen and you do not get paid until that property closes and if unfortunately it does it falls apart then you just wasted all that time not getting paid so it's it can really really suck and I don't I feel like people really don't understand that commission-based jobs are risky but they're usually paid higher because of that risk you do a lot for free in the hopes of getting a a big chunk of change to cover the time and effort that got you there so I think that is enough for me today. (laughs) Um, I've given a lot of information on this podcast today, so I wanted to make sure that I stopped talking so you can digest all of the rambling that I went on today. And if you have any questions, of course, you can leave comments or you can reach out to me, um, sold by Kike or uh, Real Estate Unhinged, R-E Unhinged on IG. Usually IG is where I'm at most of the time. I also have a... snapchat as well which is sold by kiki as well or you can find me on my number um on my social media uh profile link so in my bio link but uh that is all for me i wanted to make sure you guys have a fantastic weekend um again get your shit together purchase property give me a call get your um down payment funding grants ready to go so that way you don't miss out on any opportunities that are out there and have a great day guys Bye-bye.